Hey, podcasters. Before I get to the episode, I want to take a moment to address the June 24th Supreme Court decision to overturn Roe v. Wade. This decision stripped away the legal right to have a safe and legal abortion. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. This decision could also lead to the loss of other rights. To learn more about what you can do to help, go to choice.crd.co. That's choice.crd.co. And I encourage you to speak up on your podcast as well. Take care and spread the word. At the risk of sounding alarmist, COVID-19 is likely something we will all have to deal with. Yes, even podcasters. And while discussing the virus's impact on podcasting seems a lot trivial, it's good, it's good risk mitigation for us to be prepared. Hello and welcome to another podcast pontifications with me, Evo Terra. You know, I really struggled with this topic. I'm not a doctor, but I'm also not a conspiracy theorist, and I'm not a fear monger. But here we are in this world where the coronavirus, now as we call it, COVID-19, is clearly here and will have some repercussions. Since this is a show that intends to be that which brings you things to think about in the podcasting space, things that you don't hear other podcasts about podcasting talk about, having you think through things, I want to think through this COVID-19 virus that we're all having to face or we soon will have to face specifically as it relates to podcasting. Now, what do I mean by the impact it's going to have on podcasting? Well, it's going to come in a lot of different ways. We don't know a lot, but here's the thing about this vaccine, just to set up the the latest information that we do know, Uh, no cure. Mm -mm. There's no cure for this. There's not even a treatment. We can treat the secondary Uh, problems that come with this viral infection, but we don't have a treatment. Uh, And there's no vaccine. We can't prevent it. Not yet. Is that coming? I don't know. Maybe. We'll see what's happening. So that's the reality we're dealing with. We've got a virus that is coming and it's killing like a 2% mortality rate. Ooh, which sounds like, eh, 2%. Not that big of a deal. Well, here's what I want you to think about. Here's the kind of the shock. 2% mortality rate. If you have 300 listeners to your show, small number, right? I mean, six of them will die. If they get the virus, obviously. Six. Wow. It's a big number when you have 300. That's a big impact to you personally as a podcaster. Hence the reason I want to have the conversation today. One of the biggest things that the CDC is telling us to do right now is avoid as much unnecessary contact as possible. As I say this, I'm getting ready to go attend PodFest in Orlando, which means I'm going to get on a metal tube filled with 150 people that I don't know and I don't know where they're from. We're going to be sharing some recycled air. By the way, airplanes have really good air filtration systems, but I've got people left and right of me who might sneeze or whatever else and might land on my armrest or my tray table that I did not have in the upright and locked position. And since I'm the kind of person who can't keep his own hands off of his face, I'm going to be touching my face all the time. 
that's going to happen. And then I'm going to go to Orlando where I'm going to see people I haven't seen in a long time. And they're all going to want handshakes and hugs. New people are going to want handshakes and hugs. I'm a hugger. I'm eating with these people, communing, having drinks, having fun, having conversations. <laughs> the perfect breeding ground for situations like this. Mm. So that's one of the impacts that this might have to podcasting is, will this cause people like you and me who are working podcasters who like to go attend these events, will we stop or slow down the attendance of these events? Maybe. You know, every week, not every week, every month, the Phoenix Podcast Club, phxpodcast.club, if you'd like to join, we do a monthly social event where we go to a rooftop bar at the Clarendon Hotel in downtown Midtown Phoenix, and we just hang out for a few hours, and we swap stories and ideas and thoughts and things we're doing these days, and there's a lot of handshaking and hugging and just close proximity stuff. Will that stop? Will people be less likely to attend those events? I wonder about that. Do you do guests? Do, do you interview guests on your show? And, you know, some of the higher end podcasts like to do in-person meetings where they sit face to face with the guest. Hmm. The good news is we have really great tools like Squadcast, for example. Great tool. I highly recommend it. Squadcast. That will let us do remote interviews. But if you like those live face-to-face interviews, that might be a challenge going down. What happens if the economic downturn, which we've already seen the stock market slump, and that was largely attributed to the uh, the rising concerns of the virus, uh, by the way, and, and also the, the disruption of global supply chain. It's not just the concerns. I'm also not a financier, so don't take financial advice from me. But what if that continues and... As I discussed several episodes ago, the recession is that will eventually come is made worse because of this. If that happens, what happens when advertisers and all of the companies that are having to pull back because they don't have the same level of funds they did previously? I worry a little bit about the global supply chain, but, you know, I've got all of my equipment. That's all great and fine, but it's more disruption in the services that we use. You know, to make your podcast episodes go everywhere, your podcast hosting company likely has various nodes around the world. The CDN, the Content Distribution or Content Delivery Network, I think is what CDN stands for. Those are all over the world. Um, Largely automated, but still they got to have people to support those. What happens if people can't go fix servers in various places? Now, the Internet's not going to collapse. It's designed to handle that rerouting, but that slows things down could cause localized impacts in lots of places. The COVID-19 virus is, it's, an, it's, it's a crisis for all of us, right? It impacts everybody across the world, right? There's no way to hide or protect yourself from it because we're not individuals. We are individuals, but no man is an island, is really what I wanted to say. No person is an island. You can't do this on your own, especially podcasting. It requires lots of people. It requires the podcaster, the podcaster's team of people. It requires the listeners on the other end. It requires all the people in the middle that make the whole thing happen from designers to website hosting companies to delivery units to people that make microphones and 
video cameras and all. It's all possibly impacted. All I want you to do is think about it. If you've not been thinking about how COVID-19 will impact your podcast, I need you to start thinking about it. Now, that's what I would like for you to do. Not how do you prevent it? Not how do you stop the virus from hitting you and your family and the people that you care about. That's all important stuff that you, again, I'm not the person to bring that message. But the reality is that this, I, I hesitate to call it a pandemic because it's not a pandemic, but this crisis is likely to continue. Hopefully I'm wrong. Hopefully everybody's wrong. Hopefully the alarmistness is is unwarranted and it goes away. But if it's not, are you prepared? It's hard to prepare when you don't know what's actually happening or you don't know what the possible impact is. But thinking through the things I talked about today, can you sustain your show, your podcasting efforts through this sort of health crisis? Something to think about because I want you to be thinking about it because we need to think about really good things. That's what we do here at Podcast Pontifications. Reach out to your fellow podcasters. Find out what they're doing or thinking about this. Tell them you heard this episode of Podcast Pontifications and you say, Evo said we need to think about COVID-19. Find out. Do it virtually, please. (laughs) Or do it in real life. It doesn't really matter. Maybe it doesn't matter. Who knows what's happening? Anyhow, thanks for watching. Enjoy your Fridays is Thursday. I don't do shows on Friday, but I'll be back on Monday. And then Monday is kind of a short week because, again, I have PodFest in Orlando. That's happening. And uh, I'll be going to that. But I, I have shows coming out uh, next week as well. So with that in mind, I shall see you on Monday for yet another podcast pontifications. Cheers. While Americans overwhelmingly support the right of an individual to make their own decisions about abortion, unfortunately, that right is no longer protected everywhere in the U.S. The Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade on June 24th. Abortion is a basic health care need for the millions of people who can become pregnant. Everyone should have the freedom to decide what's best for themselves and their families including when it comes to ending a pregnancy. This decision has dire consequences for individual health and safety and could have harsh repercussions for other landmark decisions. Restricting access to comprehensive reproductive care, including abortion, threatens the health and independence of all Americans. Even if you live in a state where abortion rights are upheld, Access to safe medical procedures shouldn't be determined by location, and it shouldn't be the privilege of a small few. You can help by donating to local abortion funds. To find out where to donate for each state, visit donations4abortion.com. That's donations, the number four, abortion.com. If you or someone you know needs help, or if you want to get more involved, here are five resources. One, Shout Your Abortion is a campaign to normalize abortion. Two, Don't Ban Equality is a campaign for companies to take a stand against abortion restrictions. Three, Abortion.Cafe has information about where to find clinics. 
Four, PlanCPills.org provides early at-home abortion pills that you can keep in your medicine cabinet. And five, choice.crd.co has a collection of these resources and more. We encourage you to speak up, take care, and spread the word.